Peter. Do you know what crunchy rocks are? Not really. Do you know Cadbury, the chocolate brand? Yes, yes. They do crunchy rocks. And it's one of the things that uh, my wife really missed from Scotland. And today I found them in a store here. Are they chocolate? Yeah, they're like, it's like hard pieces of caramel, like kind of like mixed with chocolate into like a little ball or a rock. So it's, it has like these caramel pieces oh. in it. So it's super okay. crunchy. And uh, Sounds... I just had two of them <laughs> so... <laughs> right before we started recording and I kind of need to cough. <laughs> Got it. I was going to say, those are like the candies that... um fill all of the crevices of your teeth yeah like that would just yeah so yeah, you have flat space. teeth now yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry you got a little bit safer later right a <laughs> so uh, long time no chat on the air i know and our our listeners have been very patient but they've been also pretty clear that they miss us i've seen some tweets yeah. saying that they are waiting so our last Let's do episode this. was on November 10th. Just before my birthday. December. Yeah. Happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah. I turned 40, which I guess people who saw the tweet might have seen that. But uh, yep, I am the big four zero, which is fine. I uh, I feel fine. It's good. <laughs> it's not that bad. How, uh, so, how was your 30s? But, wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let me just summarize with one word. <laughs> uh my 30s were pretty pretty hard i want to say like a lot of adulting um and a lot of like just just hard work on the business a lot of hard work on the parenting track with kids that were going through all the ages because our, our youngest are 11 so that basically means that uh i'm not gonna do the math but roughly the entire 30s are like spent raising them and then while the others were getting you know into their teens and mid-teens so 30s were just parenting and and start and my last startup that was almost 100 percent of my 30s um my 40s sounds like my 30s (laughs) and i'm 31 (laughs) (laughs) yes i very yes uh except it it would be like if you had um two other kids already that were like five and three running around that running around that new place of yours and <laughs> but yes and then Man. just 10 years of that just just every day just rep you know yeah <laughs> so they were hard but i mean yeah memorable memorable you know a lot of good yeah. a lot of good memories come out of that so i'm i i'm thankful uh speaking of thanksgiving um and i, I think they were better than my 20s i think yeah, 30s are better than my 20s, and I'm hoping 40s will be better than our 30s. So here we I go. I heard someone say that um, their 30, 30s is like your 20s, but you have way more money. And <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I had way more money in my 20s because I, could, I only had to support myself. <laughs> mm. And uh, I also feel like the main difference now is not really the money. It's just the time, like in my 20s. It just, mm-hmm. it's unbelievable the amount of time I had. Like when I was, when I started WP Pusher, I was bumming around in Thailand at the time and Spain. 
And <laughs> I just did whatever I wanted to do. And I just would hop on a plane and just go somewhere. And I, I wouldn't know when I would come back and where I would live or what I would do day to day. And like, it's just so different from my life right now. <laughs> so I, I'm going to say something. and I don't want anybody to feel bad for me or think that I, I mean this the way it's going to sound, but I never, I never had that experience. So, cause I, I did three years of college, graduated early, got married the summer after I graduated and had a kid by the next summer. So I spent all of my twenties doing the family thing, all of my thirties doing the family thing and sky as well. So we joke about our forties being like our twenties, but with a lot more money. Yeah. <laughs> Cause the kids won't be out of the house and we're still here. Um, yeah. so yeah, I, I didn't have the normal 20s. So your twenties and mine are completely different. And, uh, I mean, it sounds like fun. I can't wait. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I recommend Thailand. It's a good place. Cool. Cool. We're actually going to go to Europe, uh, next year, um, with the oldest just before she goes to college. But not for long enough. Oh, that's I right. Not for, long for a longer time. See you. So you have I time know. to like visit some of the cool countries as well. I know. It's hard. It's 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 still hard to get away uh, for a long time. And by our definition right now, still with children and whatnot, a week is a week is not enough time to be in Europe, but we're gonna have to make it work because uh, we do have other things going on. But But you're gonna do one country, right? <clears throat> yes. We're just gonna do Switzerland because that's my on my daughter's bucket list and and mine as well. I've been there once, but for like two days when I was in high school. So like one of the cliches here, I think is like when you meet Americans that are in Europe for a week and it's like today I'm in London and then the next day they're in Paris and the next day they're in Rome. And it's like, do you think that you saw Paris <laughs> in like one or two days? No. Uh, funny enough, that yeah. was my senior trip though. We, we did one week and they were like, how many cities and countries can we cram into one week? And so, like, I saw London for, like, an afternoon. You know, it was terrible. Yeah. But, um, but it was cheap. So, But then Maya and I did a road trip through the U.S. And we were like that. <laughs> <laughs> you stopped and looked at, at New York. You're like, oh, yeah. this is New York. <laughs> yeah. Let's drive to Ohio. Let's yeah. go to Arizona. Let's go to Colorado. <laughs> let's, yeah. Let's go to wherever yeah yeah well it's good to see you again my friend and uh yeah it's been forever and we've um, had some life changes you moved i did not move yet there's oh. a still a lo long list of stuff to do i'm in the same oh, oh you're, you have the keys there. oh i'm sorry you have the keys and you're renovating and stuff but that wasn't moving day that was get the keys day uh, yeah it's okay. uh it. it's keys uh was a few weeks ago and moving mm -hmm. is like in January. So, Oh, okay. I misunderstood. I, I saw the pictures and saw you there and then I was like trying to put it together. I'm like, but where are they living now? So, okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's, that's a big, big thing that's going on. I feel like just to set the stage, it's, yeah. it's almost nine. It's Friday night. Um, well, here you are. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm kind of tired, but I'm, I'm trying to be like energetic. I may or may not have had a few glasses of wine while I cooked <laughs> dinner. <laughs> nice. I have you on the ropes. It wasn't 100% known that we were going to do a podcast tonight. 
<laughs> but we made it happen. But we made it happen. Okay. Yeah, so, so I don't know. I don't even know where to start or what to talk about. There's been so much stuff going on. Um, I know. I think that's why we're being so casual about it. But I think we're we're basically circling around here the the core of it, which if I may suggest a topic or a theme, it's kind of you know, what what should we talk about on this podcast? At, at least that's what's been on my mind since last time. This is definitely one theme, talk. yeah. Like we, yeah. just the two of us off air have had some conversations about what uh, what what we want to do with it. And, um, mm-hmm. and then Derek actually mentioned that him and Ben had also had some of the same <laughs> conversations and that they just released an episode where they talked about this. Yep. So maybe it's just a new year coming up. Like people are thinking about the future and stuff like that. I think it's, it can be that I, for me, I think it's also, you know, you and I have been on this journey together. We've gone through entire, you know, pivots or changes. um, And now we have businesses that are working to some extent. And if this was a story, if I was writing this story, to present it like a movie or a screenplay or something, you know, we've gotten to the end of at least part one of the saga, you know, of the, can you build a product that people are willing to pay for and that you can get, you know, at least dozens of customers to subscribe to and, and you have some consistent growth and all of that, which took us two years or so, give or take to get to. Um, yeah. I mean, but- I wouldn't say I don't, I think there's still uh, still a lot to prove in my business, at least. Oh, a ton. And, uh, but um, same here. But yeah, I think I know what I what. You, like it's it's been the theme so far has been like us searching. <laughs> yes, that's exactly. But we kind of know what we're doing now. Like we kind of <laughs> know what we're what we're trying to. I, I, yeah, I guess we're we're both looking at growth now. It's kind of yes. different than this like exploration phase and MVP phase. That's right. That's exactly. And I think the question I've then had in my mind is how do we make growth interesting? Because I think you can present growth in a way that's kind of boring, which is, uh, I keep thinking of uh, the suffix er, you know, this is faster. We made this better. We have more of this. We have, you know, everything's just okay. It's just 10% more than the last time. And it's like, that's not interesting, really. It's, it's good but it doesn't make for great radio uh, to channel my inner Justin Jackson. So how do we make it, how do we let people in or make it a little bit more, um, yeah, uh, interesting for our listeners because we are on a bit of a treadmill now that's a little bit more just getting stuff in the door. Yeah, I think... I've been saying, um, cause we had a few ideas and like kind of my not pushback, but like the thing I've been saying is I think we just, we, the two of us also just needs to like talk about what we want this podcast to be. Mm-hmm. Like we, we talked about it before we started it, but I don't feel like we've really, it's just been a thing. Uh, the same thing it was for like two years. Yeah. Um, but we haven't really, you know, stopped and looked at what we, what we've done so far and what we want to do in the future mm-hmm. and because i think it's a huge like it can be a huge asset to have a podcast and mm-hmm. listeners is like it's awesome to have 
and it's awesome for like a lot of people in your circle to kind of always know what you're up to at least most of it yep. and um it's just so much easier to have more like deep conversations with the people because they know all the they know all the stuff that's on the podcast plus the stuff you already told them and then like then you can like you can go, move quickly into like the the more deep stuff mm-hmm. so um and yeah but i also like lately we haven't been like super great at like recording every week i feel like mm-hmm. for me like i was religious about <laughs> recording every week until episode 100 <laughs> <laughs> wow I, I i kept saying like we can't like we can't break our streak until we hit 100 but then <laughs> we hit 100 and it's like i didn't know the wheels came off <laughs> yeah <laughs> i couldn't hold on to that anymore well so, you did well to get us there so but like now we like we've barely it's almost been a month since we recorded mm-hmm. last time i don't think that's because we didn't want to because we've kept saying like hey do you want to record today but then the timing has been really hard and like yeah my life at least has been like crazy lately um as you mentioned like we bought we bought a home um and i'm renovating it mm-hmm. and i'm doing or we're doing most of it ourselves which is a bit ambitious but at the same time it's like one of the reasons we're moving is because we want to get some more financial freedom from where we're living right now in an expensive rent or like renting a place in copenhagen right right now which is one of the most expensive cities in the world oh wow um but yeah so so that's why i'm doing that (laughs) and reform isn't making enough money that i can just like hire someone to just renovate it for the next couple of months so uh, so i'm doing that and then yeah my son got really sick recently as you know and he's he's great he's in good shape now like he didn't it, we just it just scared me and like a lot of just stuff like that happened and um so it's not i just wanted to say like it's not because we didn't want to record or we were like bored with it or we didn't want to talk to each other or something totally. like that but at the same time i still think there are some improvements we could make and we've talked about getting an editor for example for mm-hmm. a long time um which might help I don't think yep. the editing is the is the toughest part. It's more mostly just like figuring out the schedule. Like we have a seven hour time zone difference as well. Yep. So that's another thing. And like, we're, we're it's either like, especially with COVID, like it was difficult sometimes when you had your kids at home doing homeschooling. Oh and man, yeah. <laughs> it's like dinner time here or bedtime yeah. or yeah. Know. Yep. I agree. So number one, it's an asset. Want to continue it. Uh, but, you know, number two, we are kind of out of beta, but we're yeah. out of out of beta. <laughs> um, so we want to turn this page uh, or maybe even just, you know, open it, open up the whole next uh, book here. And I think, you know, we've been doing the maker manager updates that worked well to get us through that first phase maybe there's just a maybe it's as small as just a slightly different format like uh yeah more a better prompt for each of us each time we come on so that we don't miss uh maybe the more interesting bits about um this phase which like you said 
growing from one to uh, a thousand or whatever you know you scale you want to use a thousand to a million is a whole nother animal um yeah. and uh, i want to talk about those challenges too and what's uh what's going on so i mean with that said i don't think we have any answers today on the podcast but um i'd be happy to give an update on summit challenges of the day and um that works yeah yeah for sure but i mean with, with the with the podcast format like we could also say like if if people have ideas they should of feel course free to like message us yep. one thing i also want to mention is our i don't know if you ever look at the do you ever look at the analytics for the podcast it's been a very long time yeah since i've looked it's uh well i felt like we had like some stable a little like s stable low growth but it's been you can tell that we haven't been regular and mm -hmm. um so we're actually getting a little bit less i think downloads than we did maybe okay. a few months ago mm -hmm. so it's not all about the downloads but i think maybe that's also like a sign that like we could we could take this more seriously or get it get it back on track somehow all right but i also know that we have some diehards <laughs> that are <laughs> that are there every week and i love that yeah i'm also like one more thing i want to put out there before we do quick updates like mm -hmm. i also been thinking like if we want to do more of a community kind of thing because it is fun to like talk to people and it is hugely valuable that people are hmm. listening and they have all this context hmm. like we did an episode a few weeks ago and Corey haynes sent me like a very passionate um message after that and it, all sorts of great things came out of that like some great discussions in his swipe files community and it, it prompted me to start working on some other things and and it's just like it's so valuable that you you get stuff like that um mm -hmm. yeah i don't know i'm not saying like we need another slack for everyone or something but maybe maybe yeah. there's something to think about or yeah, I know like uh, Justin Jackson and, and Joshua Anderson are working on Meeps, like their community tool. I looked at that, like maybe maybe we need something like that. Maybe we need a blog or maybe we need a an email list or some sort of community mm -hmm. or just to mm -hmm. make it easier for people to, because people are talking to us in our DMs on Twitter almost yep. every time we release an episode. Mm -hmm. Someone is talking to us about it in our DMs. Yeah. And and it, maybe maybe it'd be valuable if there is like more of a place for that or yeah, yeah. i don't know yep well just uh think about it. art of products podcast just did a uh episode where they shared uh derek and ben all the ideas they had to improve aop um it was handy because we could just now write those down and yeah. use those just for ourselves <laughs> yep exactly um so i was disappointed though that none of them were changing the name to you know, art of beta or out of product, which I thought would be <laughs> maybe a good <laughs> April Fool's uh, update. But <clears throat> yeah, let's uh, let's think about it and we'll see where it goes. Um, you know what my favorite part of that episode was on AOP? What? There's <laughs> actually, I DM'd uh, Jason Calacanis at some point because for like five episodes in a row, a row uh, on Stars for the Rest of Us, he used the word type form when he just meant like a form, like a web form or like 
you know, people say like Google form or just put up a type form or something. Yeah. And I just, I just DM'd him, like teased him about it. And I link, I, I told him about a reform and, and he replied and like, we had like a, a small back and forth. There's fun. Um, but you know, so it, I just, I just knew that, you know, people say we could put up like, like a type form, but they don't really mean type form. The, the product it's just, you know, yeah, a, a type form. So yeah. people know what that is. Yeah. And on that episode, Ben casually said something like, yeah, maybe we can just put up a reform for, and ask people. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. That's what I want people to say. Yes. Uh, absolutely. That's uh, that's good. Change the language. Win. <laughs> yeah. And you win. Well. So, do you want to give us a short update on the rocket ship that is summoned? Huh. Yeah. <laughs> it. Uh, not quite a rocket. I mean, it's going. It's going. It's going up. And uh, we actually. It's had a rocket. Our best- it's like uh, you know when people put Mentos in a in a in a cola bottle it's a lot a, it's, a, <laughs> it's a lot of fizz not a lot of altitude <laughs> um yeah it's a small rocket <laughs> i am effervescent it's uh <laughs> a small rocket <laughs> now i'm thinking of the kids toys or something no uh <laughs> let's put it this way we are growing organically and that has pros and cons the pro is it's hands off, you know, it was Thanksgiving break and people are signing up and getting subscriptions and I'm not doing anything new in terms of sales or marketing efforts, et cetera. So it's really nice. Um, but that's that slow snowball effect in terms of people hearing about it, deciding they want to try it out, et cetera. So it's, it's slow. Actually, we grew faster in November than October, which is really exciting. And I, you're I've getting wanting... customers every day, right? Um, I think we are... I, I like, I remember like, <laughs> it's not that long ago where it was like exciting when you got a new customer, but I feel yeah. like now you're sharing, like when you get like, a now bat- you're sharing, sharing when you get batches of customers, <laughs> like, Hey, we got three customers <laughs> three, today. Three or, yeah. We just got two customers. Yeah. I hate it when they bunch together like that. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's such a roller coaster. Honestly, if they, yeah, for the last couple of weeks, if they just smoothed out, we might have like one a day or something. Um, so we're in that zone where, you know, we're taught we're the next big milestone is, you know, a bigger rounder number and uh, we have people signing up and oh, something really cool that happened a couple days ago, a CFO signed up. He's a fractional CFO and he said, uh, I just signed up four companies for Summit and he didn't mean he added four users uh, to one Summit account. He's building different models for each of them. So he's created four separate summit accounts with four different email addresses because he has email aliases, at least, with each of those companies. It's like, I, I work with 20 other companies. I'm going to sign all of them up uh, for Summit. I was like, oh, okay. And it was it was super exciting. But what what threw me off was I just got done thinking all day about the about the API, about how, yes, it's great that we have this tool that you can log into, but man, what's really going to maybe help us grow is people using this more programmatically. Like I could see that being a whole nother way to grow this business and to get into different use cases with developers and even no coders. And then this end user shows up this day. And at first it's like, oh, that's nice. And then I looked, I was like, subscription. An hour later, subscription. Then the next morning, subscription, subscription. So I think he created four accounts and added users to some of those. So then each of those is like another account. 
And he I mean, he said he's got 20 more left. So you talk about virality, I guess now I'm like, okay, that was cool. Like one person created six users just to, you know, get started. Um, and he's planning on adding, you know, at least 14 more at other companies. So he's going around just like presenting it. So the next thing he told me was, yeah, I've got a, I've got a meeting lined up for this Friday. This is last week, I think. Uh, no, it can't be because that was Thanksgiving. It must have been Monday, and he already did it Wednesday. But he came back and said, yeah, I presented Summit to them, and they loved it. So like now he's taking the things he builds, presenting them to his clients, and now it, internally they're becoming aware of it. Um, even if they're not using it yet, they look at it. And it creates this moment where now they look at him as having developed this little app or this little tool for them to use or to play with. And I think that's sticky, right? Because if that goes away, like no one's going to be happy if it goes away unless it stops working or it's not delivering, but so far so good. And man, my gears are now turning like, okay, fractional CFOs. But here's the thing that tripped me up. I've always thought of that as a possible segment, but those people can also be very resistant to a tool other than Excel or G Sheets. But this person said, yeah, there are the CFOs that are Excel only, but they're the old guard, he called them. (laughs) And that's not me. And I was like, oh, that's really, that's good. Like, that's really interesting. You know, you're saying that there may be a generational thing or maybe time in the industry or maybe just a timing of the industry, but, um, or maybe it doesn't have anything to do with age or anything. It's just, there is this growing sentiment among that job uh that there's more be done than just excel and man if summit can hit that nerve and and deliver um we can have that kind of because i'm looking for this acceleration i've been thinking lately everyone talks about growth 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 but what's really exciting is like acceleration you know you're hopefully always growing a little bit like oh we added ten dollars in revenue but what you're really striving for right is that to for your growth to be growing. <laughs> so when he came on board and added four customers in two days to end November, <laughs> we actually came within, you know, we came within a few percent, we few percentage of hitting our goal, our growth goal for the month, which was pretty aggressive. And we were not going to hit until he came along. Um, so that was a really exciting way to end the month. And then on December 1st, we got two more subscriptions. Like right away in the morning, I woke up and we had them. Um, we get notifications in Slack. So like, what is going on? <laughs> so it's like very much a head spinning kind of few days. It's calmed down since then. But um, it used to be that those kind of, you know, like you said, batches were, oh, we got two today. And then we'd wait for like a week and get one. Now those batches are like, oh, we got three today. And we got two yesterday. And then you wait a few days to get one more. So it's definitely increasing. And I think words just getting out, which is fun. So, um, and like not that long ago, you were really excited about getting your fourth customer. Yes. And having <laughs> yeah. four customers. And like now you just got four like in one go. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Which is really exciting. And, and, um, churn is the other thing that gives me confidence. We were talking about this. So, this is actually probably a good, like more of a meteor thing to share. And then I'll pass the mic. But we did a reflective exercise December 1st coming up at the end of the year and post-holiday 
I tend to do a lot of thinking when I have breaks, uh, just big picture. It's kind of relaxing that way. And so we talked for a couple hours on Monday, uh, Ryan and I did, about the future. And one thing we said was our retention is really good. We actually have had no months since July. And I feel better saying this on December 3rd than November 29th. <laughs> We've had no months since July with with our gross churn being positive, which is to say churning revenue off of our base. So we've either had zero, you know, no, uh, we've had expansion, which cancels out churn, or we've had negative churn, which is to say we've had more expansion revenue than churn. Um, but we've never had a month where we, where our existing customer base didn't either break, you know, return the same amount or give us more money than it did the previous month, which is crazy, right? So we've had like, fewer than five cancellations since July, um, which is crazy. Right. So we're averaging one cancellation a month, basically. Um, and that makes me really happy. And I think part of it is it's priced to the point where it's pretty inexpensive. Um, so I think as long as people think they're going to use it again one day, like they don't bother canceling. Like it's flying under the radar. And I'm okay with that. Like I have a tool called Pitch, which is a slide deck tool. And I only create slide decks maybe once every 12 months or so right now. But like, I'm not going to cancel my subscription to just start it again in like 10 months when I want. I just, it's not worth that pogo sticking back and forth between I'm a customer, I'm not a customer. So it could be that. It could be because they're not all super active. But then we do have some super active customers who are using a lot. So we like the foundation we have improved activation since we launched the buttons and since we changed the onboarding flow for the third time uh, activation is better and i think now we're looking ahead at 2022 saying you know it's not for everyone but for the people whom it's for it clicks and like they love it and they sign up, they become customers. And because we're freemium, like we don't make you become a customer. If you become a customer, it's because you really, really wanted to and you got to mm. test drive the product as much as you wanted to ahead of time. So retention is good for that reason too. Bottom line is we want to focus a lot more on marketing in 2022 and we want to do segmentation you know, on the website and elsewhere to really help people understand that there's a lot of different ways to use Summit you could use it as a developer where you're building a model from scratch for you yourself or others to use. You could use it as a user who's just using an existing model. You can use it as a programmer who's building an app that needs forecasting features. So I think we're ready to shift into a marketing mode, which is exciting. Um, and yet, uh, last piece is uh, we, without naming any names, we have our uh, we have a committed full time developer lined up for next oh, yeah. year. Yes. So we're not sharing their name yet. Uh, they're wrapping some stuff up, but they sent us an email yesterday saying they are really excited to join the team full time. And they're, you know, eight plus years um, front end designer and developer. So, you know, senior developer having shipped major features for some co company companies that listeners have definitely heard of. Um, so it's really yeah, exciting. Awesome. Yeah, it's really, really exciting because um, I, I'm doing a good amount of heavy lifting still on the Python side, performance-wise, et cetera. But the React side, I'm not going to be the contributor 
for this product anymore. And um, Giles is part-time. So having a full-time front-end developer joining us first week of January is really, really exciting. And they are quite gifted, like proven gifted at design as well. Like they've got a great eye for CSS and colors and style and spacing and all those things kind of has that Derek Reimer DNA, if you will. Um, (laughs) So that's huge because, you know, um, we can hand them major features of the product, the client side app, and they can deliver. um, And that's great. And they actually happen to work on, you know, data centric products before dashboards and, and that kind of stuff. So you know, working with numbers and data and the kind of stuff we're doing is very much an overlap with their skill set. So I am thrilled. I have to say it's a lot scarier and more difficult to recruit full-time developer talent these days than it was <laughs> back in my first startup uh, time when hmm. you were like, well, we have a job description and we have a budget. We just go on AngelList now and find somebody and you get like eight applicants and you pick one it's not that way anymore. Like you're going to find somebody, but they're going to have competing offers. And, um, and this person did actually have competing offers, but they chose us. So I'm really, really happy uh, about that. And yeah, that's, it's kind of all that's happened in the last three weeks. Well, that's a lot. It, it is man, when you think of it that way. <laughs> wouldn't it be awesome if you could somehow be a fly on the wall when uh, that CFO was sharing Summit with his customers, man, like, yeah, I know you yeah. can't, but like, <laughs> that would be it's, amazing. It is, yeah. He he said that they they loved it. That's what he's you know that the reaction was very positive. So, um, because they're seeing something from their CFO that's not a spreadsheet, and they're used to seeing tables of data with formulas that are hidden. And a lot of rows with things like net income, which half people, if not all of them, don't really understand what it means. And their eyes are glazing over a little bit. I know because I've been in these meetings and I've received these things. Instead, it's like this colorful canvas with arrows and boxes and it looks like a board. And it, I think it's doing what I hoped. And I actually, I've had that belief for a while that that's what Summit could do in that kind of situation. But to have it happen... <laughs> And to have it be driven by not a friend or myself, but be driven by a total stranger who's just signed up yesterday is what's very validating. So, yeah. So cool, man. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I appreciate it. How, how are you doing, man? I'm, uh, I'm doing okay, but uh, it's very chaotic. <laughs> um, I actually, this week, I had a conversation with Bjorn and I was just basically saying like, there's not, there's not a world where the rest of this year I'm going to be full time because mm. I, I don't have the hours available right now because there's just so much going on. And um, like it's hard to sleep at night and you get waking up all the time by my son. And then there's like, illness and things going on and moving and stress and banks and mortgages and Mm. renovation and and then there's a startup (laughs) in its nascent face so yeah it's uh it's just a lot right it's uh i feel like who's saying that that is like you can have you can have chaos in like 
or instability in like one of three areas where it's like your work, your health, your family or relationship or something like that. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like I'm like, it's chaotic in all three of them, whatever Mm -hmm. they are. And, um, I don't know. I feel like I've saying, been saying this for a long time, but uh, mm. it is kind of true. I feel like we're f- we're fixing some of the stuff now. Like we're so we bought a home. We're moving to a small town. It's really really nice. It's like a very cute little town, and and it's in an area of the country where I would normally probably have a, a difficult time, like seeing myself living at least in a city, like or in a town. Like maybe maybe I could see myself live in the countryside, but like. Um, not necessarily in a town, but this this is just very different. Like it has kind of like an, um, it has an old university. It's not a university anymore. It's a boarding school mm-hmm. now, but it gives it this like academic or academia vibe. And like it has a lot of culture. It's only 8,000 people, but it has like several museums. It has like a really nice co-working space. Hmm. It's a it's a stop on like the train line that crosses th- uh, through all of Denmark. So it's, okay, um, nice. So it's easy to get to and and go places from it. And and then the nature there is just incredible. It has really awesome nature, forests and lakes, and um, and nice. it's all right outside our doorstep. So um, I'm really excited about that. But it's also it sounds like, amazing. Yeah, really like. We're basically going to pay. So we bought this place and we basically are going to pay like less than a third of what we're paying to rent in Copenhagen right now. Wow. And and we own the place, right? <laughs> so it's, wow. it's so different. And then we're really lucky, you know, the cabin that I always talk about that we bought yeah. three years ago. Um, the, the summer house market in Denmark has just exploded during COVID because people couldn't mm. go on vacation mm-hmm. uh, or abroad <laughs> to, to other countries. So they, they all like wanted to buy oh, a summer house. Yeah. And um, so it, it's almost tripled its value in those three years. Dude. And so <laughs> nice. it's, it's just insane. Like we also did a lot of work. So put a, ton of work into it so when we bought it like the way they they sold it to us was like you maybe you want to you know put up a new house or maybe maybe you can use it like a little bit in the summer but like we we actually got it to a to a place where we can use it all year and and we love it and um the mortgage lender uh, home inspector loved it as well (laughs) so wow so we were able to like buy another home and basically do all the finance, like not, not really need any cash because we could just refinance the summer house. And yeah, so, uh, it worked out really well and we're going to have so much more like financial freedom. Yeah. That's and, a huge stress relief. And everything's going to be close by. And I just, I expect us to have an easier life <laughs> in a sense. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we moved here after or during COVID to have our son and, and it was very chaotic it was like okay we just need to like find a place to live we need like some stable base and we need to like give birth to our son and like you know get him into the world and uh, but this is like more like deliberate like we looked for several months and like found a place we like and and in the, in the town we like and 
you know, we're doing this. It's like a decision we made and our project and we own it. And so I'm excited about that. I feel like it's going to give me more like space, both like uh, literally and and also just like mentally and financially. Certainly sounds so, like it. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so so that's that's that. So like I just I haven't had like the time I feel like I need. And then every week I plan my week uh, as I always do, like normally Sunday evenings, I plan my week. But I plan my week as if I had a full work week. I see. And then the whole yeah. week, I would just get frustrated that I, mm. I promised people all these like deliverables and you know like mm. in support tickets, in like pull requests, in like mm. people mm -hmm. I work with. Um, I promised myself all short these your own things, and I'm yep. always falling short. Short, yeah. and it's just it's the worst feeling. So uh, that's why I had this conversation with Bjorn. It's like I'm gonna set really low expectations. And there you then, go. Um, because it's not going to change anything that I yeah. keep saying that I'm going to do all these things when I don't have time to do them. Right. So, and it's also like, instead of like planning out a full week of just stuff, like it also forces me to be like, okay, so if, if I'm being honest with myself and I actually only have like this amount of time this week or expect to, what's the most important thing? Yeah. And it forces me to make that decision. And uh, hmm. and then it it gets derailed <laughs> once the week starts. <laughs> but in theory, it's good. Yeah. And, um, the most important thing right now is to get more people into the product. And um, the the reason why I say that is because October was Product Hunt Month, and it was awesome. And it just felt like you know all these people coming by and a lot of yeah. customers. And yeah, just it's raining. In November, like it started to. <laughs> peter out a bit yeah and uh and it, it definitely has so it's uh it's uh it's much more quiet now mm, <laughs> well mm -hmm. at least uh on the acquisition side of things and and so we kind of need the next thing like either the next like one-off thing like a product hunt or um, the next more long-term growth channel that we're gonna gonna work on and mm -hmm. it's it's incredibly stressful to like be at this point because then the other thing is I feel like I'm, I'm getting pulled <laughs> or in all directions. And so I'm trying to like be strategic and think more long-term, but then we've run into like a lot of things that I just really, I, I knew that we were going to have to deal with, but in my mind, I was like, okay, let's, let's see if reform is a good idea. Let's see if it works. And then maybe we can get to like five or 10 K and then we can like, you know, then it'll be chaotic because we grew fast, but then we'll, we can like start to fix all the things. But we got to the point. Um, I feel like we've, we've at least got really close to the point now where we need to fix all the things and we're not a five K yet. Um, so no, we're making like a few thousand dollars a month. Mm. And, and like the other day we had to deal with like someone trying to use reform for a phishing attack. Yeah. And, and then like, huh. the, you know, our, the digital ocean that we use for hosting is like down all the time. So like we had to like figure out a solution for that. And like, we, 
you know, right now, like when I, I looked in Fathom Analytics, like in the past 30, 30 days, almost 20,000 20, visits to reforms. And so it's like, it's a ton of traffic. <laughs> it's a lot yeah. of people. It's at a gazillion feature requests and yeah. small little box or like things that work in a different way than we expected them to do. And so, and, and people like trying to like scam other people with our product. <laughs> and like, it's, 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 it's just like it's so many fast, things. Man. Yeah. So, and when I, when I share these things with people, they're like, oh, that's awesome. Like, it means like it's, it's a sign of success that you have to deal with these things. And, and to an extent I agree, but like at the same time, like it's not success if it's, if it's going to squash us at like, you know, $2,000. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not a, that's not what we want. No, like, that's, I, I want to be able to like, just like ignore all these things and like, just, yeah. Yeah, I fix them later, but some of them I just can't ignore. Yeah, I mean, you're being dragged like being dragged into uh, adolescence, if you will, or like, you know, adult adulting problems with a revenue too base early. that, you know, that's that's like too early. And you, you have all this exposure. I mean, it sounds like a lot of these things are attributable to just sheer exposure to a larger world, which is exactly what Product Hunt did or does yeah um but now you have the like the revenue growth off of that is going to be a bit lagging and we, I mean, it, we know that when our friend derek went through project hunt like he saw growth then and then it kind of helped so but he he saw enough growth that he was like basically rom and profitable almost yeah but we didn't and yeah. i think it makes like a big difference psychologically mm -hmm. yeah adulting when you don't yeah. feel quite so, ready yet. <laughs> but we are shipping stuff. Like we're going to ship Sapier soon. We're shipping some stuff around like more like fine grained like publishing control, like close a form and mark a form of spam. <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, I have to think that if you do the right job product managing, you can navigate through this and you'll get growth and you'll be able to support it. It might just, of course, it is hard, but it's... These are like problems that you have when people actually care about your stuff and use it, which right. is maybe the positive spin. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it is the positive spin. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I hope my uh, my plans around moving all of this stuff kind of like works out, and I'll yeah, have, I'll be like in a peaceful co working space in a small town and like fixing all this stuff. It certainly, yeah, it sounds very promising, man. I'm. I'm I'm happy for you to have made that foundational change, and then on that can rest, you know, a very good 2022. Hopefully, yeah. You have to run now, but um, let's uh, let's figure out what we want to do with the podcast. Yep, and uh, and then do it. And then, All right. if if listeners have any ideas, they they can let us know. All right, and we'll be more Our disciplined. <laughs> That's right. All right, thank you, my friend. Cool. Have a good rest of your night. Good catching up. All right. Talk to you later, man. See you, sir. Bye. Bye for now.